0: fellas some new m- intro music what you think uh i'm i'm actually a big fan i kind of like that uh, nice little beat it's got to it i know gee you mentioned a little hell's on wheelsy type vibe huh
1: oh yeah big time i'm a big fan of that i mean i'm partial too because i i love that show but uh no it's a great way to to jump into
2: uh into our, our gig here and uh yeah i'm, I'm a big fan big, big yeah i've I- I thought it was pretty cool. I, I like the song. You guys sent it out and I know Garrett said, oh, it's Hells on Wheels. I was like, oh, it kind of is, dude. Kinda, that's, a, that's a big reminder right there. It's very, very similar. I, I liked it a lot. I think it's a good choice.
0: Yeah, we thought it was time to uh, switch it up. It's also uh, time to mention we are looking for an intro song. I did not realize how hard it can be um, when reading up on it. It's like WebMD. When you think you have everything, <laughs> when you think everything's wrong, like that's how it is trying to find out if I can play a, a song for seven seconds uh, as an intro. But hey, we got this one. I think we're good. Um, if not, we'll, we'll we'll go with it for now. Um, but on that note, hello, everybody. Welcome in another episode. This one, episode four of Connected by Seams podcast, the trio back once again, Garrett Smith, Danny Espinoza. Seth Smith with you here, and before we get into our latest conversation with the founder of Spot Network, Brent Davis, I must say, guys, I really enjoyed our time with Brent, um, especially in this day and age, and the importance and high demand for streaming outlets. It was awesome to talk to someone uh, so knowledgeable in that area and able to shed some light on on an area maybe not a lot of people, myself included, know about. I agree with that. Absolutely, and I think it's it's something that a lot of people, uh,
1: you know, when they started only a few years ago, but a lot of people at that point were still on the fence about streaming and look at what it's grown into now, um, you know, like it's, it's a pretty substantial aspect of, I think, most people's lives, uh, myself included. We get into that as well in the, in the conversation, but I mean... That wasn't even his first focus when he started this program and, or this this business. And the fact that it was able to evolve into this from his initial marketing and, and management of athletes and, you know, promoting them in that sense. And then all of a sudden it clicked in his mind like, oh, let, let's
2: get into the streaming as-
1: aspect of it. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a good call. You made definitely the right d- decision so I think that that was pretty rad to uh to hear that this wasn't even streaming wasn't even his first focus
2: so yeah no it was um it was it was cool to hear the story and hear how everything evolved um you know from his schooling I think like Seth you wanted to talk on that about how his schooling was um how everything just kind of wrapped up and he was able to use everything in his schooling to get back into um to what he started doing initially and then I went along with with everything as far as asking, okay, well, you know, what's your favorite part of doing this? You know, know, everyone has their favorites in in every single thing you do and no matter what business you're in. And I said, you know, mindless defense when I played uh, in the big leagues. And um, I said, what's yours? And he said learning, which threw me off. I don't know about you guys, but that that answer completely threw me off. Um, (laughs) I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting he was going to say a certain event, a certain sport, a certain – something and he said no it's learning because he's never been around you know the nfl and so it's a completely different aspect that he's seeing the little intricate things that the top of the top does i mean he's there working with juju who is maybe the best right now and there he's learning these little things that as a normal viewer you don't even get to watch or notice that on tv but he's right there making adjustments with all these guys and learning exactly what they do. I thought that was such a cool answer.
0: Yeah. I mean, it just, obviously we say this a lot on this show, but it's something that is not going to get old is, is just kind of shows the character of him. You know what I mean? That drive of, it wasn't a a normal stay going to college. You know what I mean? He had no plan. He'd had no major. He just kind of enrolled in random classes. We won't die. We, you know, give away too much before um, the start of here, but I mean, it's just, it's, it shows the personality he has to get where he is now. So uh, pretty cool to see. But again, we'll send it to the interview with uh, founder of Spot Network, Brent Davis. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another episode of Connected by Seams podcast, along with Danny Espinoza and Garrett Smith. I am Seth Smith, and today we are joined by the founder of Spot Network, Brent Davis. Brent, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thanks for joining, man.
3: Oh good, thanks for having me on guys.
0: Yeah, you got it. Excited to uh, get things started. Um, I myself have not met you nor has Garrett. Um, You and Danny with a little prior history if either of you two want to touch on how you're.
3: Yeah, we uh,
4: really how we met was at the W training facility in Irvine. Um, He was working with I believe at the time, I think you're working with some of, um, what with some of the skateboarders and stuff like that? And we were in the gym.
3: Um, yeah, I think more, more really with, with Joe, we were kind of putting together that video package, just, yeah. uh, the putting the the workouts and that on, a, on our platform and, uh, some lifestyle pieces and, and slowly growing kind of, uh, some individual workout stuff.
4: Yeah. So we just, we met at the gym and, uh, Started talking. Actually, we ran into his wife and daughter at Disneyland. Sarah and I did it with our son. And then, um, and then he actually uh, bought a place over by my house in Santa Ana. So we were talking. He had moved down from NorCal. So we were just talking and hit it off at the gym and uh, had a good relationship ever since.
0: That's awesome. We're excited, uh, G and I, to uh, get to know and join this connection. Um, Brent founded Spot Network, uh, I believe, in August of 2017. If anyone doesn't know, Spot Network offers a series of uh, different streaming channels. Uh, You can view original content, anything from action sports to fitness, music, business, uh, so many more things, Um, mostly designed for those uh, who seek and lead, maybe uh, enjoy active lifestyles, and things like that. Brent if you want to maybe just kind of touch on briefly before we dive into everything, just a quick little description of what what Spot Network is.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, easiest way or or you know to to kind of put it out there, or less, it's uh, you know we're a live streaming platform. We're all, we're on everything: uh, Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire, Google Play, all phones, tablets, you know, just just about everything. Um, So I would say, you know, to, to explain to a lot of people, basically it's a, like a Netflix Um, just the, the type of content that we're kind of focusing on is, is action sports was our first vertical um, that we launched and then uh, slowly launching uh, fitness right now. And then kind of growing and and adding more and more, you know, to it. And then has some, some cool features as it's also plays in a retail environment. So we're, taking over the TVs and, and the content that's playing in, you know, car dealerships, motorcycle dealerships, bars, restaurants, all that uh, sort of stuff as well.
0: Well, before, uh, before Spot Network became a thing, we kind of dive into your early days, um, a graduate of CSU Sacramento, um, also went to a couple years of law school uh, in the past. Just kind of maybe explain what your college days were like and what your majors uh, maybe were and your interests at that time.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Hated high school, I guess. And, uh, you know, even before was, was done with high school, just already wanted to kind of keep moving forward and really didn't have much direction. Just really just randomly showed up, signed up for classes and, and, and kind of kept going. Um, and they just, just worked the whole time during, during college. So, I mean, at times I was taking as many as 22 units a semester working 40 hours a week. So it, uh, not the normal probably went off to college type situation. So but yeah, and then then I stayed probably way too long. Um got degrees in uh first degree in psychology, then in business, then uh labor relations, several one in contract negotiation, another one in human resource management, and then went on to law school for a couple of years. Um yeah. Little so bit of everything. Tri- <laughs> yeah, trophy that's a, case was that's full a lot for sure. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, no, and, and you know, kind of started working, you know, on the on the union and management side, working on contract negotiations on on that and then obviously always had uh, an interest in sports and, and a big fan, I think first, of, of supercross dirt bikes and from the outside it always looked like it was organized you know you think going on is you know you just want to you know just an interest of of seeing it being a part of it and slowly started getting an inside look on it and started making relationships with athletes so we started managing different athletes you know kind of how it first started um and then we got into more of, of kind of managing race teams, you know, from the contract side to sponsorship side to kind of beginning to end to, of, of the marketing end. So in Supercross, we would handle everything basically off the bike. So from, you know, how the trucks look to how the team looks to their websites, to videos, to how they promote, to how they got sponsorship deals. And then obviously put the sponsorship deals together. Um, you know really just kind of took over on the business end, you know. So for,
4: you, you went to you went to school basically for everything you just I, talked yeah. about. I mean, that literally my <laughs> yeah. chance, you went to school and hit every single topic you were studying <laughs> yeah. in <within> that career.
3: <laughs> so yeah. So that kind of, you know, that's kind of where we got into, you know, motorsports, I guess, or in Supercross and, and you know, we kind of worked up the ladder to, till uh, you know, we were handling for all the top Supercross teams, that you know, multi-time championships, um, to even the top riders uh, like Chad Reed, we handled all of his licensing. We ended up teaming up with him and and building Tutu Motorsports and the clothing line, and and designed and handled all the the merchandising and and cleaned up licensing deals and and all that stuff. So,
1: so so up? the streaming aspect of it was. Wasn't a thought at the beginning, and it was mainly like let's manage these guys and get our name and and the respect of that going, or was streaming always the okay? We're getting to this, but we gotta lay the lay yeah the
3: groundwork. I, yeah, I think kind of where the transition was is is we handled you know on the marketing end. You know we were a little bit more always tech heavy, um, so we you know did their websites, we did their videos, and in always was kind of being the first on the, the tech side in that sport. So, you know, I mean, we, we were doing videos before. Other people were doing, you know, videos on the little iPad video or iPod video players and stuff like that before others were and, and that. So, yeah, we, we just got a stronger sense on, on the tech side. Um, and then, obviously, uh, I think the biggest thing that brought us into the streaming is we were brought on with the History Channel when they started building their uh, Apple TV channel before even Apple was cool. allowing channels to be built. So we kind of got a, an early uh, adoption into how that worked, how it was going to work, the future of things. And I was just, I'm like, yeah, this is probably the direction things are going, you know, even <laughs> yeah. though it's not really there yet. So yeah, so was, was able to you know, meet people at Apple, see how their direction was going to be, how that was going to work. And then it's just slowly just, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to build my own. So
4: yeah, it seems right. I mean, I think you're, I think you're right with, that's the direction of where everything's going because having kids and, you know, instead of having the Disney channel, we have Disney plus, (laughs) you know, we have all this stuff that, yeah we have you know we have um the netflix the disney plus uh all the stuff that that is streaming now and it, it, I love it i don't even to be honest i don't really turn on t v anymore yeah I say except get exactly. except to get, to, <laughs> except to, get to that stuff
3: right yeah yeah no I mean kind of going forward for basing anyone under twenty five they're they're not going to know what traditional t v was is care about or anything else <laughs> yeah it's wild so, to think so, about what was the what
4: was the the focus on two-wheel sports that's what you grew up obviously watching and <laughs> you rode I'm guessing your whole life or I mean what why was it just focused you know on when you got into uh two-wheel sports and would not get into the ball and stick sports
3: um growing up I played soccer you know pretty you know competitively um you know probably how a lot of people go had a couple of bad coaches and just got completely <laughs> turned off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that was it. I mean, baseball, terrible. Um, <laughs> used to play, you know, some neighborhood kids, and they could lob me a, a wiffle ball, and I'd, I'd miss it i mean it, was, it couldn't yeah i i didn't have a chance on, on we, we all know that guy yeah. <laughs> i am that guy Sometimes we have. <laughs> uh, yeah no no played football a little bit too you know some some other sports uh, again the biggest thing so much of it was uh you know, if I was going to do a sport, I was going to have to get myself there or go to practice or, or whatever. So, you know, I did the BMX thing for a while and would have to ride myself to the, to the track and race and then ride back and stuff like that. So yeah, it it would be harder to do the, the organized sports and stuff like that for me growing up. So, but yeah, no big, big passion for you know, motocross started riding a little bit, you know, when I was ten and would try to, you know, kind of in between school and all that, you know, ride. But yeah, definitely had an interest. And then obviously just the interest on the business side grew and and stuck with it since that's what I knew.
4: You're talking to two uh, BMX kids right here. I mean they used to ride to school. <laughs> they did they used to ride to yeah, school we did. on their they on did. their bikes, <laughs> on their BMX racing bikes. They did yeah. they to school, Me we too. did
1: <laughs> all the track circuits in Orange yep. County. We rode everywhere. My dad, uh, me and Seth's dad, we, he used to race professional motocross growing up before I was born, so racing in two-wheel sports was something that was pretty uh, ingrained into our lifestyle, and I mean, still is, like I was sure. telling you, I was watching Supercross right before this uh, this kicked off, so...
3: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those were some of the better times for sure. Um, but back, kind of just back to the biz- business side a little bit. You guys make the transition, start figuring out you wanting to do the streaming, um, get involved with Apple, as I'm sure with anything at the beginning, there's struggles. Where was your mindset? Like, uh, what's your goal? Do you have a goal in mind? Or is it just kind of, let's just see what happens and run with it?
3: Yeah, I mean, for you know, I guess kind of how it evolved, you know, first, you know, really was just to launch it as an, as an action sports, you know, channel, um, and quickly learn just really on how small really that that is. Um, and then we had way more options, way more capabilities, but yeah, I mean, obviously I had a, a an idea, you know, kind of started putting it together an investment pitch deck, um, cause it's not cheap to build this stuff. Um, You know, I I could do some of it or design it or figure out the functionality, but still the programming and stuff, you know, isn't, wasn't going to be cheap. And when things evolved, especially when we're on, you know, six, seven different platforms, it's, you know, it's all of them have their different little quirks, how it was going to work and and to make all the functionality. So when someone went from one to the other, um, it felt like you were, you know, always within the same app or platform. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, again, as a, as a thought, just kind of, you know, started pitching to investors and, and that was slow moving because majority of the time, the guys that were had the money or would want to invest, you know, they didn't understand this, you know, even, even tech guys, you know, they, they know it's the way that it's going, but obviously if they don't know enough about it, they're not going to invest in it. So, so I just slowly basically, Myself just started building it, you know, and would throw through, you know, some of our own money at it to get all the programming and design done and, and to where it got, you know, off the, off the ground and running at least. Um, And then, yeah, brought on a a small group of investors, basically friends and family and uh, have it to where it's up running and, and going and going well.
4: So the, the, the people that don't, I mean, I honestly, until I talked to you, I didn't really understand streaming real well. Um, for the people that don't really understand streaming that well, can you kind of explain to them, I guess you know, sometimes it's your complete, it's your own deal. And sometimes you're, you're working with a network maybe to, to run a platform like, like, um, like what were the, the CrossFit games you talk about something like that, you know, in, compare, in comparison to something that you produce yourself.
3: Yeah. So we have a little bit of everything from live events we can host. I mean, we we can have multiple live events all at the same time, different viewers, multi-camera options that, that people have, you know, or video on demand. So basically when like Netflix, you just go to it and watch it, you know, when, whenever you want. Um, and then our platform also supports subscription based separate channels, uh, live pay-per-view, but yeah, I mean, we, we have teamed up with, you know, some larger brands, you know, like Rockstar Energy, you know, we work with them, we help them develop some of their content. If not, they give us all their content just so we can end up help getting more eyeballs on it. Um, and then hosting big, large events. I mean, probably our biggest one um, was World CrossFit Games, which we kind of got the, the okay and worked out the deal with them four days before it went live. And we had 160,000 live viewers. Um, you know, so it, uh,
0: is that, is that something where you're assembling the crew that is getting the content or is it all being fed to you guys or how exactly
3: does that work? Yeah. So CrossFit definitely was a little different. You know, we haven't run across anything on how they have done it before. Um, so they kind of got into a little bit of a blowout with, you know, Facebook and Instagram and all that. They started, you know, those, those platforms started taking down all of their content. So they wanted to start controlling how it was going to go out there. So they only gave it to a few select people, but yeah, basically they left it open to where they had all the cameras on the ground. We would pick through the cameras and basically rebuild it or redirect it, reproduce it, you wow. know, from the, from the videos that they gave us. And then we, I mean, and it it was what, eight hour days. So we had multiple people doing, you know, the, the, you know, kind of commentary and and stuff like that. And, and,
0: uh, but yeah, that one, they just
3: gave us a video feed and we kind of took it from there. Very cool. That's awesome.
0: You mentioned like Facebook and stuff, kind of taking stuff down platform wise and, I could only imagine. I mean, shoot, just trying to figure out our damn music to play on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> old enough. So I could only imagine the kind of problems you run into. What is like the current state of of where it's at now? And, and what does the kind of future look like? Or I guess for you, like, how are you trying to stay on top of everyone else?
3: Yeah, I, I think, well, I mean, obviously with, with Facebook and Instagram and, and Twitter and stuff like that, they have so many you know, people I think aimed at them, you know, for, for one that, that they have way different problems than, than I do. I mean, uh, you know, I think the big thing that we see right now is in, in Instagram, a lot of these people are doing workout videos Well, they're, they're playing music in the background. Like it barely can even be heard. Well, Instagram takes it down. So, you know, we, obviously we don't have to be as picky uh, and we're not. Um, But for people on those platforms, it, it almost is, making it to where people are calling us because they don't know what they can and can't do. And they know that we have a little bit more freedom, you know, of, of what can be shut down. So, I mean, if Facebook shuts you down, it's you can't call them.
4: You know? <laughs>
3: no, <laughs> You can probably email them and you might get, you know, computer um, response. <laughs> yeah, that's, and That's all you're going to hear. They're, they're not going to care. So.
4: Yeah. All right. um, I had a question as far as like, as a business, when you're working as a business, you're going to continually have different opportunities brought to you, um, exciting opportunities. And I think, you know, when, when opportunities are brought, how many, how many of those do you think really evolve or, or, you know, come to what you want it to be to where you can produce it rather than like, oh, this is a great idea, great idea. Then it gets to something you're like, shit, we, we ran into something, yeah, we can't yeah. do it now. Or you run into, you know, right. whatever it is to where it's like, man, we're getting shut down.
3: Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest part is just the, the other group's effort. Um, you know, a, a lot of people, they want to do something. They want to put a show together, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, we, we don't want to jump into something where someone might have one or two episodes and then we don't hear from them again.
0: You right. know, we,
3: we want to help them build um, cause we're able to, you know, give them better placement on our platform, put it in front of people, you know, we've e-newsletter with all of our members going out or we can play commercials during content that we produce to help, you know, push them. Um, but yeah, that, that's probably our, our biggest thing is, you know, it, are they going to be around? Is it worth our effort? And then the other part is on the bigger deals is they're slow moving. Um, so even if you get a verbal, okay, um, like some of the motorcycle manufacturers for us playing inside their retail, it's like some of them we got an an approval on a contract a year ago, and we basically haven't moved f- much further than, than that. Um, just cause they're so big and to get all the okays and all the different people in the different departments to okay, different things or, and then by the time that they okay it, it's like, it's old content. You know, yeah. especially for a manufacturer that now has you know new products out. So right. now what they okayed is now old, outdated, and everything else. So.
4: I gotcha. Now um, I don't know. I have, for me, like in baseball or in lifting or something like that, there's always something I, I prefer to do more than than the other. Right? Like I, I was a defensive minded player, and so I love watching Omar Vasquez take ground balls, work on his defense, watching Brandon Crawford play. I mean, I enjoy the defensive side. So for you, when you're streaming all this stuff, what's your favorite thing, your favorite athlete, your favorite thing to film and to stream, to put out there? Like what is What What do you like
2: the most?
3: I think just learning. Um, there's like a group we're working with now, STARS. They're like a, a pretty high-end NFL training group. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In, in anaheim and they have you know the the guy jd that puts it on he's a pass you know super bowl champion um, but they specialize in receivers and defensive corners and you know i've played pop warner i you know big fan of football and stuff right. and, and seeing and filming you know with some of these guys and, and they have the best guys you know uh Dory jackson or wow. you know, juju juju smith schuster is is there on an everyday basis and, and we're filming doing drills and everything else but how they break that down you know into yeah. movement heights, shoulders every little piece it's like you, you know from afar even if you played that position you never knew at that level on how much it was broken down So for me, it's it's learning that it's like you know now I want to almost go out and attempt to play or I'll do some of the drills sometimes with the guys because now it's fascinating on on how you know you get the right tools and all of a sudden you could be probably fairly decent.
4: Yeah, kind of like how I attempt to ride uh, dirt or ride uh,
1: mountain bikes with (laughs) the (laughs) guys. I'm like, this looks
4: cool. cool. (laughs) That
1: that should be your next uh, your next services. just putting a camera on your rides and Yeah, you, know, you don't want to see my ride. For- <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see me. Y'all be I'm like,
4: a I'm dirt like halfway
1: time. I'm halfway in the
0: canyon half the time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we look back, where did Danny go?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100%. Well, Brent, you uh you mentioned Spot Live being a feature you guys have um on on available on your network. Uh you mentioned the the CrossFit games maybe being the biggest attraction you've had, but for you personally, Has there been a a best kind of live stream content uh, in your opinion that you guys have put out?
3: Um, I think the Australian Supercross, we worked out a deal with them last year um, to where it, uh, I think it gave us a little bit more credibility for one and gave us a little bit more contact with network TV. Um, So the Australian Supercross is actually run by Fox sports in Australia uh, and they have the rights only in Australia, nowhere outside of that. So, we worked out a deal for the New Zealand and the Melbourne, you know, Australia rounds for awesome. it only to be on our platform. And then we controlled it for everything outside of Australia. So very cool. Canada, Europe and, and stuff like that. So yeah, it, it got us to learn a little bit more on, you know, the, the network TV side and, and obviously, you know, a bigger audience in, in reach, you know, with some programming like that too.
1: You know, what's funny is I watched, uh, I watched a handful of that and I didn't, it just clicked in my head that it was, it was something that you guys did. (laughs) And yeah, no, like, and that's what I think that that sport needs more of to get the recognition and to grow its popularity is just FaceTime, you know, like it needs to be out there. And that's something that it's lacked. I think, I mean, forever until maybe a couple years ago where it's starting to get uh, the bigger networks but even then it's still kind of that back burner and uh you know the the stepchild to all the bigger sports so it's it's something that I think you guys could definitely grow and are growing and I think it's great for the sport
3: yeah, I mean, that that's a big piece of what we kind of have our platform, you know, for these promoters or even athletes, just a better way to organize all their content, you know, in, in one place. Because, you know, with YouTube, you try to watch, you know, maybe a dirt bike video or someone's vlogs and, you know, 20 minutes later, you're looking at cats and, and whatever else. You know, they've, yeah. they've, they've, <laughs> they've figured out a great way to put, you know, competing videos on the side or underneath or or whatever to where you know, for promoters, we give them complete, you know, control of all the videos around it. So if they don't want any videos, if they want, you know, their own videos around it, you know, when people go there, they're going to stay on there longer and they're going to watch, you know, that promoters or that athlete's content, you know, pretty much all the way through. Strictly. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I just sorry to stick on the the motocross aspect but what riders in particular uh cuz i know a lot of them have their own youtube channels and um different programs like that are there any ones that you're focusing on right now and working uh, with that are that are uh upcoming
3: yeah so uh jason anderson and the the, the team fried guys we have all their videos on uh, oh, on hell our platform yeah. um we have some stuff coming soon with, with Axel Hodges. Um, we, we may or may not have a live event coming up here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, we have uh, Christian Craig's vlogs on there. And then we produce Ellie Reed's podcast. So cool. we, uh, we help, we, we have a small little studio in North Carolina. She uses that. And then, uh, yeah. And then we have the exclusive on the, on the video ones that she's going to start doing here pretty soon. So. Sweet. That's, That's awesome.
0: Cool. First off, for a guy that had zero plan uh, going into college, he sure did stick around for quite some time. Um, just like we touched on before playing the interview, um, he was able to go in there without a plan. And maybe that kind of helped him out uh, along the way to create his own path and um, was obviously it, it sure proved to, to be worth it though, as he put all of his skills to the to work right away, which was pretty cool. I
2: agree. I agree with that 100%. Um, you know, it is kind of crazy that he went into school with with no plan, no idea what he wanted to major in, no idea with, you know, anything. And then he ends up majoring in everything. <laughs> and, and then by chance, I shouldn't say by chance because he loved motorsport, but kind of by chance, all of those things that he majored in and went to school for, then he puts it all to work within the first job. Yeah, like what were the chances? All the you know all that stuff that he had to do business and working with um with public relations and all that stuff for his writers is like what were the chances all of that came together in one job?
0: And on a high I mean, it's, high level too. I mean, handling a lot yeah, of different time, stuff.
2: Yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's a testament time. too to 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 the person he is. You know, he didn't know what he wanted in school, but once he got into you know a field that he liked motorsports or action sports and he's like well I have all of this this all the tools in the shed to get this done I might as well do it myself knew what he wanted got it done you know he didn't need to wait on somebody else to get those things done uh no I agree I think that it's awesome that he was able to jump into such a a such a unique field with motocross and supercross and going with some of the bigger names in the sport as well that didn't have that kind of representation before and uh no i I, it's something that sport needed he recognized it and jumped all over it i mean
2: and i think i think honestly as well on top of what you were saying about you know not having a true plan and then finally getting into his niche i think it's important for listeners to understand that like you when you come out of school or if you go go to college you don't have to have a a set life Plan right away it takes time to find out what you like what you're good at and so you and then it develops it's what he did it's a perfect story about I went to school not doing anything about what I want to do I mean we went to law school for two years yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, he didn't he put finish. it to work right but he put it to work and it's just like if people are listening out there it's like if you if you can see that you don't have to have a clear cut path, work at what you want to do and try to find stuff. I've always heard that you're gonna you know switch different jobs so many times before you find what you want. Well, he's a perfect example of just keep grinding, just keep trying to find your way, and bam, it all hit at once.
0: It shouldn't be forced, you know. We us three have kind of talked about that. Like something doesn't feel like work if you're having fun. Uh, Hayden, yeah. our last yeah. interview, brought that up. You know, he had that same kind of change in in school and. And sure enough, it it opened up a lot of horizons for him, and and I think same type thing with with Brent here. You, I mean, shoot, yeah, he was able to get in with Apple, realized like, man, this is something I think I can do on my own, and and had the trust in that. And next thing you know, he's hosting the World CrossFit Games on his platform, you know. That was yeah. that was something I thought was was pretty rad, especially when you think about <laughs> it. Four days before they finalized the contract, and then he has 160,000 viewers uh, tuning yeah. in live streams. So impressive stuff for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, and, I think it's pretty cool.
0: And for him to build the different
1: platforms and doing it all himself, and or at least you know leaving the charge in that sense. But coming from a tech company that I used to work for, like. Building those platforms across, or building platforms across all the different uh, handsets or or providers out there. That shit's hard. Like that's a lot of work. That's a lot of money. That's so a lot expensive, of an expensive,
0: like you said. And yeah.
1: and he put that in knowing that this is what he wanted to do. I mean, I, you, you gotta applaud that. Um, there's nothing wrong with what you went after, and and I not a whole lot of people would.
0: Yeah. And I mean, no shortcuts, you know, he was, he, it sounded like he, he enjoys taking care of the little things, making it the cleanest possible, you know, this, the little things that can separate you uh, from other apps. And he mentioned, you know, you try and search for maybe a, not a shot here to any, uh, platforms, but you try and look for a motorcycle video. Next thing you know, you're watching uh, cats, you know what I mean? And it's something completely different and, and, their platform is able to keep everything categorized categorized. They let, you know, they let the promoter choose and decide if they want any content surrounding their videos, whatever, you know, you kind of hands on are able to control that. And I mean, that's huge, especially if, if you're paying to have your video, you're going to want to make sure people are watching your shit. You know what I mean? Um, so I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. And, and, gee, you, you were watching his stuff before, before we even knew Brent uh, with the Australian Supercross. So that was awesome. I had
1: no idea, and it didn't even click in my mind until he brought it up. And I was like, oh, damn.
0: Like, <laughs> that's right. Like,
1: yeah. No, I was watching that.
0: The uh, only platform outside of Australia was Brent and Spot. So that's, that's pretty remarkable.
1: Absolutely. And I'm going to continue. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to even more content that he gets out there.
0: Well, he gets into it with the into of the uh, nice segue there, G, but he gets into it <laughs> in the second half. So we'll send it to the tail end of the interview with Brent Davis. So you mentioned um getting to know all these different partnerships as Danny showing off the perfect spot network right there. Shout out. Let's see if we can try and get a zoom in actually i'm gonna need See if it, you want me to if danny is, could talk i don't know how to produce oh there we go a little bit of go. beard little bit <laughs> a little bit of spot beard. network yeah. yeah a little bit of seth in
1: that reflection
0: too <laughs> oh look at that i, <laughs> oh, now I me? thought i thought it looked good for oh, there we go <laughs> yeah
4: yeah well, so here's the this is the this is the app right here for everyone that wants to to go look it up on other phones this is a spot network app just this is exactly how it looks: black square, spot network, and uh, we'll let Brent talk about it a little bit.
3: Yeah, no, I think our, the next kind of biggest things we're we're getting into, like I, you know, mentioned a little bit, is you know we we're launching the the stars, you know, NFL app uh, or channel on our platform, you know, probably within the next week, week and a half, which that's going to be pretty pretty in depth. Um, so it's going to be really raise the level of of training videos for one. You know, not only just, you know, what maybe, you know, kids should be doing or adults or even, you know, current NFL players, you know, they're going to use it to to send, you know, players when they're off, when the season starts, like, hey, go do this workout and just send them a link, you know, of, of what to do for that day or that week or whatever. But it really goes down to the position-specific workouts, um, you know, for defensive corners, for – receivers for you know quarterbacks and stuff like that and 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 it's all with you know the the top players too so um you know you'll be able to learn and see and get an explanation from you know pro bowlers and and the top players yeah 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 so so that that launches pretty soon and then again if NFL keeps getting delayed I mean we'll we'll probably really start doing weekly you know seven on seven, you know, with yeah. the NFL players, which we've already done a few uh, kind of recorded versions, you know, of it just to, to see and play and, and test with it. And, and it was, it was, I mean, those guys would play all day long. So, was, <laughs> and, and we can have so many more camera angles than an NFL game. I mean, we normally are using, you know, four cameras on the outside and then we'll have three guys in the infield. You know, above the quarterback, you know, kind of where the, the ref is behind the linebacker uh, and uh, some running around nice. with some of the receivers and defensive corners to where it's like, you know, a camera, you know, is a, a foot away from from the guys kind of doing the, their things. So,
1: Deep you know, in the action. Good. I like that yeah
4: different view different view for people that have never played, especially at that level that you know you'll never experience that unless you have a camera like
0: this and that yeah. can, and, and that can be game changer for for people and creating more fans and and getting more people involved you know what I mean each sport uh needs to be watched a little bit different, so if you can provide that that would that's pretty awesome yeah and I mean, and,
3: and we'll be in the the huddle too you know basically okay. when they're you know setting up the routes for the guys and stuff. And, you know, their comments afterwards are always good too. So yeah. (laughs)
0: How, how you mentioned, you know, testing and trying to get the right one uh, ready to go, but for something like that, like how long does the testing take um, to make sure you're, you're set and ready to go and and what's involved in that process?
3: Yeah, we, we just try to, you know, I guess uh, you know, with this program of stars, it's just a great group of partners, you know, more than anything, you know, that, that we can have open conversation of, you know, that they're the experts in that field. So we put that trying to trust in them. They're like, all right, we'd rather have this camera angle or we'll even get together, you know, at their house and stuff afterwards and, and have all the players around and and get everybody's feedback. So we're kind of getting really, really good, you know, information back on how to do it and each time we do it it just gets better and better so cool
0: that's awesome you, you touched on a little bit um kind of the different channels you guys offer on Sp- uh, spot network um team fried of course jason anderson from supercross yamaha rockstar energy is there you know if you want to maybe touch on different outlets maybe fitness uh anything else that that is available channel wise uh, yeah so
3: so our our platform let 's say you know again action sports is probably our our most built out and and we do have it kind of separated you know f- depending on what type of action sports fan you are um, so if you just wanted to watch skate videos, we have that separated out or or moto or four wheel which you know can consists of a lot of motorsports racing from dirt track stuff to sprint cars um and then lifestyle pieces you know we just produced a, a piece not too long ago with uh it's a guy's golf tour so it's denny hambling kyle larson stenhouse jr and a bunch of other guys and we basically cool. just
1: followed them that. around
3: for a weekend and i love uh, watching
1: that kind of stuff that it's- it's makes the people or the athletes more personable. It gets yeah, you yeah, kind of, yeah. No, that, yeah. that shit's
4: rad. It humanizes the athletes. The people right. that think they're out of out of out of touch. I mean, it, you make you realize that they have families, they have kids, they have a normal life. They just have a special job. Yeah, yeah.
3: And and the, and these guys were great. I mean, it was it was so much fun and and funny to see them in a different atmosphere. That they are junking around. They they are having some beverages and, uh, you know, it gets more entertaining as, as the day goes on and, and definitely the, you know, the, the crap talking in between them and, and things like that. So yeah, all, all that stuff is, you know, more of what we're kind of getting into, uh, especially right now because corporation race series, everything pretty much obviously a stop. So now that at least a few of the athletes are getting out, you know, we're working on, you know, more exclusive content, more getting to know more lifestyle pieces, you know, some recorded zoom calls with some NFL players and just, you know, updates from them even. So, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, kind and of, back of ahead. go ahead.
0: I was just going to say and audio stuff too. You guys have a number of different podcasts and things available on there. I saw, um, or at least on yeah, your we, website. Um, yeah.
3: Yeah. So we, so we built a podcast network, you know, as well, you know, so we're on, you know, everything on, on that, you know, again, just to help out either different groups, athletes or whatever. And then obviously we try to work into where on the video version that we, we have the exclusive, you know, on that to get more views and, and to, to show off some of our capabilities and, and that. So, but, uh, yeah, no, we were, uh, Obviously, those are getting more popular as well. And, and the biggest thing is we're seeing that the video versions, you know, get way more views and way yeah. more interest, you know, than, than just, you know, listen to it on Spotify or something. So. Yeah, if you well, can put a during face- these times, during these yeah, you're times at people are thirsty
1: <laughs> for content content so yeah. yeah no this is a great time for you guys i've been scrolling through your app right now i'll be honest just just signed up right now it was super easy
0: uh but, yeah uh the whole thing to navigate through it to oh find it's so easy want. it's clean it's so it's, easy
1: yeah it this is rad and it i love the way that it kind of categorizes and separates and it's real easy picking really like easy it. to use yeah
0: and so if people do want to maybe contact you guys to, you know, host uh, um, an event or anything like that, kind of how can they contact you or what's that process like?
3: Yeah, so support at spotnetwork.tv um, probably is the best way to get a hold of us for for anything. But yeah, we, we have, you know, our capabilities are obviously for anyone that has old content, need help with new stuff. We have full, you know, live capabilities that could be, we could be in the middle of nowhere and, and produce, you know, live stuff, um, you know, or just even, you know, we're, we're getting more and more even on commercials or, or other content and things like that. So yeah, any, any video needs really, that we can end up uh, helping out with more than, more than happy to do so.
2: Very
4: cool. I
1: mean, a lot of these sports that I'm seeing on here, it's like the stuff when, I mean, we were younger and streaming and live streaming on the computer was just kind of kicking off, but no more bootleg copies basically. It's like, it's a, it's a actual streaming service. You don't, you know, it's not, you
4: don't, you don't have somebody filming it on their, on the Right, exactly. And you're like,
1: oh wait, no. And it directs you to four different websites before you get the actual feed. You're like, no, this is it. This is rad.
3: Thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're, we're, we're working on, you know, more and more good stuff like that. So more, more is definitely on its way.
0: That's awesome. I'm excited to use it. Well, anyone, (laughs) anything else from anyone else, Brent, anything from you, you want to promote anywhere, maybe social media that people can find you or anything else
3: uh, on your end? Yeah, pretty much. You can find us spot network TV uh, on, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. And yeah, obviously, you know, download the app. The app itself is free. Um, some channels do cost, but I would say right now, 90% plus is all free for, for users to, to go and explore and and play with. And that's kind of our philosophy. We want to get the masses there. We want to get the eyeballs. And then obviously for select content, you know, you might have to pay for some of that, but majority of the content you want to see is, is for free. So, well, there you have it. Spot
0: network, again, a place to go to view exclusive content. Uh, Anywhere from athletes to rock stars, just basically a platform designed to help those who enjoy to lead an active lifestyle and just trying to find new things uh, to check out. Again, we want to thank CEO of Spot Network, Brent Davis. Brent, thanks again for hopping on, man. This was a good time. And I hope uh, a lot of people were able to learn a, a, a thing or two about the streaming platform.
3: Yeah, no, thank you guys, and uh, maybe we'll all have to get together and and film a live version or something like that uh, all together here soon. That That would be be awesome. That would be a good time. And everyone, download the
0: app, check it out. It's awesome. Again, Brent, thank you. Have a good one.
4: Thanks again, Brent. I'll see you this week at the
1: gym. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Brent. Pleasure to meet you.
0: (laughs) See you guys. See ya. Boy, what an awesome conversation with Brent, Uh, and just so rad to hear him talk about everything – that they have uh, going on at spot as well as upcoming um, with the network, including the launching of their new stars, NFL channel. He mentioned that should be coming out hopefully next week, week and a half. Um, But very soon, nonetheless, it featured tons of different things, uh, different camera angles and inside look um, than the average perspective. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, the the different camera angles looking into the the for the stars looking into um, a game like football where traditionally you see it from the the standard network uh, angles and up high or maybe down low but hardly ever but I mean you really get to viewing on spot you get to, to really appreciate the speed of the game and the insight that you get to view from different angles behind the directly behind the quarterback in the huddle kind of all those different things the speed of the game is really highlighted and you can view it from that point of view
2: yeah and, and for me with the with the camera stuff like we were talking about was the the learning aspect that Brent was working with the players to say, you know, we need this angle, we need that angle, this will show it better. So as a fan or as a kid that's learning, trying to learn from the top, maybe one of the best uh, coaches right now at Stars, and, you know, like I said, there's Juju there and they have some of the, the best DBs and wide receivers at this facility, is that they can break stuff down a lot more by having those camera angles and being able to show people, being able to show fans, I mean that was something. The only way I can compare it to baseball is, you know, if I had, you know, let's say Anthony Rendon, uh, being able to break down everything he does on a close-up angle, or you know, being able to see what his mind or his thought process is on what he's going to do on a certain pitch count or what he thinks the pitcher. Do. That's the only way I can compare it for baseball. But as football, to be able to, if I were, if I were a young kid trying to learn. This would be an unbelievable platform to learn just little things to to get better.
0: Yeah, that sense of credibility. You know, you'll listen to a pro bowler if he's telling you to move yeah. your feet. If he's telling you to move your certain a certain way, you'll you'll most likely uh, gravitate towards towards what that guy's saying, which is awesome. And and just getting that inside perspective, like we were talking about, Danny. Danny, you mentioned like the him being so open to learning is all these different camera angles, all this different stuff he's trying to incorporate he's getting feedback from the people that matters most for it too. You know what I mean? Like that's so important, you know, like, yeah, he can try and go do his own thing, but that's only going to take it so far if it's not what the players and the people interested uh, in the yeah. app are trying to do with it. You know,
2: I agree because most of the time I, I feel like when you work with filmmakers or directors and stuff, they tell you what angle they want. Mm-hmm. Right. And they, they, you know, they always know best. But when you're talking to an athlete that's telling you, okay, this is where you're going to get the best angle, I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen. And for Brent to be that open-minded to work with them shows a lot of, about who he is and that he wants to get better and make this the best platform, not only for two-wheel sports or four-wheel sports, but for any sport that he can cover to make it an unbelievable platform for kids and for all viewers.
0: Yeah. Well, they're well on their way, man. It's uh, like we talked about in the interview, even G on the app during the interview. It was, I mean, it's an awesome, awesome app. Again, everyone go check it out, the Spot Network app, but um, multiple, it's just so many different channels offered, different sub channels, things like that. It It's pretty dang rad. Uh, I know G, you, you saw a couple that, that sparked your interest. Uh, channel. Yeah. I mean,
1: first off the app is, it, it's free for everybody out there so that's number one but also it's so clean and easy to use and we mentioned it on on or in the interview but uh scrolling through there there i mean there was several uh motocross supercross uh channels and and apps on there or uh Podcast uh, channels and different things on there that I didn't know that they they were a part of you know uh, With road to recovery, which is huge in in the motocross uh, Industry and has helped so many people and I think that's awesome uh, The real talk 447. four uh, I know he mentioned that that wasn't or that it got picked up by somebody else and I think but, I mean, they, you can still view all the crap they put out on there. Yeah, and that's with um, Ricky
0: Carmichael and Jeff Emig, for anyone that doesn't know.
1: Right. And, I mean, Austin Forkner's got a channel on there. Like, barsha. It's just so many barsha. Like, yeah, there's so many cool things that uh, gives you that more personable insight into all of these athletes. And I hope that he's able to do that with even more than the two sport guys. Um, you know, hopefully get get more athletes across all the different uh, action sports and get on there. And yeah, no, I think that it's it's something I'm gonna frequent the absolute <laughs> something that I'm watching just out of
2: today. So
0: Yeah. Well Yeah, final, I agree. It's pretty cool. Final thoughts, fellas?
2: Um I I was just happy, you know, having having known Brent and having uh Met him at the gym and hung out with him a lot just to learn a little bit more about his business and to, to really see, like, man, how how deep he, he's getting into these sports as far as teaching and, as a viewer, how, how awesome it is to learn. So, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, hey, awesome, dude. Um, looking forward to,
1: as everybody that I that we've had on here, looking forward to meeting them in person uh, yeah. so we can do some of these interviews in, in person, but. Seem like an dude, and hopefully, I can get out on a mountain bike ride with the and <laughs> not end and yeah. not
0: end up in half the canyon. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: I'll, I'll hold <laughs> up the rear with
0: Danny. All right, well, shoot, that does it for episode four. Thanks again for tuning in to Connected by seams podcast. We hope you enjoyed our chat with CEO and founder of Spot Network, Brent Davis. Uh, reminder be sure to download the app again spot network it's free check out their tons of different channels and latest videos and more on the app find them on social media at spot network tv again it's extremely easy to use it's awesome check it out uh, and a reminder check us out follow us on twitter at cbs pods instagram cbs underscore podcast also search and rate us uh five stars if you want, on Apple Podcasts uh, or however many you want. Tell uh, your mom, tell <laughs> just your dad. let us no, know no. how we're doing. <laughs> um, you can also search us and find full episodes on Spotify and Sound, SoundCloud, as well as if you want to watch the entire video part um, of any uh, episode that we've done in the past as well, search Connected by Seams on YouTube. Be sure to, to subscribe to our page but that does it for connected by seams episode four is in the books guys thanks again for listening and or watching from wherever you may have for my partners danny espinoza garrett smith i'm seth smith saying so long we'll catch you on the flip side
2: see you guys see ya